Is this thing on? I got down. Uh, oh, let me see. Uh, one, two, three. Oh, okay. It's ready for you, Arthur. Hey, what's up, guys? Thanks guys for checking that mic for me. Hey, you're listening to the Basement Lounge. Right on. Great job, Art. Thanks, Mickey. It's that time of year again. Dayton.com is looking for nominations for the 2019 Best of Dayton. You can nominate this show for Best Local Podcast and nominate me, Mike Shea, for Best Local Comedian. Just click the link in the description or go to Dayton.com and click the Best of Dayton link at the top. Thank you all for the support and happy voting. Hey guys, this is Mike Shea, and I want to talk to you about Anchor. Yes, Anchor is the brand new free way for you to get your podcast career off and running without any cost to you. Simply download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast to give you everything you need in one place for free. You can use it right from your phone or your computer. Their creation tools allow you to record and edit your podcast so it sounds play magnifique without having to worry about all the costly setup. They'll even distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard everywhere. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, all of that. And you can easily make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. They set you up with awesome sponsors. All you got to do is record a script, kind of like what I'm doing now, throw it onto your show, and start making money. Once again, download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm and get your podcast career off and running right now just do it already. Hey guys, this is Mike, and before we get the show started, I wanted to let you know that you can now join the Basement Lounge team by supporting the show on Patreon. Right now, we have a $1 tier that is so full of cool rewards, you'd be a fool to pass it up. Just go to patreon.com slash basementloungepod to sign up right away, and now, on with the show. Grab a drink, pull up a chair, and settle in. Because you're in the Basement Lounge. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, good Thanksgiving day after, whatever you got going on. This is the newest episode of the Basement Lounge. I am your host, Mike Shea. This is the cool, relaxed space where we sit down and talk with rising stars in the entertainment industry, be they musicians, podcasters, actors, what have you. And we've got a guy who was here on the old show. He was here for Mike Talks Funny, and now he's back in the basement lounge. New, same space, new show. Mm-hmm. Brandon Barry of the Paint Splats is here, ladies and gentlemen. Here I am. There he is. <laughs> Welcome so, okay, back, man. I, I got a question for you. All right. Um. So so what what happened to the old show? Uh the uh, the network that I was running mm-hmm. that the show was on we right. we decided to close down. Okay. And but so you're essentially doing the same show, it's right? Literally the exact same okay, show. Cool. Just different name. Yeah. Okay. And I also just, I hate having my name in the title. I got you. It's, yeah. you know. Yeah, sure. I got your sticker on my case though. <laughs> I got new stickers for you. You got new stickers? I got new stickers mm, for okay. you. I got you, buddy. I like the new ones. I yeah, like man. the new uh, look. It's I, very 80s. I appreciate it. Yeah, I, was, I wanted just I wanted that that 80s jazz club feel like well you got it literally uh, literally a bar like in a basement you know with the exposed brick wall granted i have 70s wood paneling right now yes but. i appreciate it i think i talked about it last time this is my dream room i oh, think it's great this i love great. it man brandon barry the paint splats the paint splats just put out a brand new album their first album yep man. well technically second technically second it was a sp- i put out a split record with uh, another local musician that's right yeah mike bankhead two weeks prior Mm-hmm. But as far as self-titled full-length records go, this is the first one. Yeah. Now the Paint Splats is that a full band or is it you? It is, and... a, it is a full band. Um, currently, we are looking for other members, but uh, at the release show, we had a, the full band people who played on the record. Okay. You know, Patrick Himes, who produced it, played guitar with us, and a great drummer around the area, Brian Hoflick. He plays in probably every fucking band. Uh, he played with me. He also played on the record. That's why it sounds as good as it does. Right. <laughs> um, then Bruce Hall from Bribing Senators. Uh, he is. Uh, he's my bass player. He's the official, the first official paint splat. Oh, it's great, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So we're we're looking for other members, but yeah. So currently it's. It's just the two piece right now, but uh, we're we're working our way to, towards a full band. That's so great, man! You yeah. know, it's 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 becoming easier and easier for people to 
you know, record and self-produce their own music mm-hmm. nowadays with yeah. the way technology is going. Sure. Um, did you do a lot of this stuff like in-house, or was there like a like an actual studio you went to? No, or? so this, yeah, so the first record and the split record both were recorded with Patrick Himes at Real Love Recording okay. in Dayton. It's in Belmont, actually. It's okay. it's not advertised or anything. It's kind of like you got to know people mm-hmm. that know him. And uh, a couple years ago, I I saw this show. Um, Last Waltz, you know, Last Waltz by the Bands, mm-hmm. the documentary. Yeah, they they put on a show at the Schuster, and I I saw the show, and I saw that Patrick was playing with them. So I emailed him the next day and said, "Hey, man, can I record some songs with it?" Because I knew he had produced a lot of records around the area, New Old Fashioned, you know, New American Pioneers, Age Nowhere, mm-hmm. um, bunch of other ones, and um, I just I just wanted to be a part of it. So, so I emailed him and I had no songs in my mind, but I said, Hey, let's, let's book a date. And we booked it in December. It didn't work out. Mm -hmm. And I had some time to write new songs after that. And those became the ones on the record. And I was telling you before we started, I, I, as soon as I saw that it was available, I I grabbed that shit like right away and been jamming to it in the car. It's a, it's just an awesome it's an awesome jam jam album, man. Thank you. I it's appreciate it. It's a lot it. of fun. It's it's all over the place, but I like it that way. Um, next record's definitely going to be a little more power poppy, look mm-hmm. like how good at my VCR and you know Beach Needles and yeah. Cut the Cord were. So I want to try to get like a theme going this time around, as as opposed to like where what kind of genre do you want to play today? You know, kind right. of thing. Because there's country on there. There's an acapella tune. Yeah. <laughs> there's uh, there's a lot of different shit, and um, it's kind of cool that way. But I, I think in order to become like the band that I want it to be, it has to have a through line, and I think that through line is power pop. Do you have like an image in your head, an idea in your head of of exactly what it is you want this band to be, what you want it to sound like? Or? Um, if I could sound like the Replacements, okay, uh, that'd be you know the Replacements. Yeah, you do. Yeah. Okay, I, if if we could sound like them, I'd be totally happy. Just add some more keyboards mm-hmm. and. Uh, call it a day more um just you know the 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 live show that we did with the at the release show Mm -hmm. it it wasn't as tight as like i had hoped it to be we only had one rehearsal like it was not a problem but it sounded everyone knew we were just having fun you know there Mm -hmm. were flubs all over the place but it was loud it was a rock show and that's what the replacements did you know they didn't care if they played they they recorded you know, on their on their albums, you know, shitty versions. You know, they didn't they didn't care to do another take. They just did it. Right. So I just want to try to do. Well, something I mean, they like were that. they were kind of one of the first like real alt rock bands. Right. So yeah, it's um, true. Yeah, back in the seventies, man. Yeah. Um. So with with this album and 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 you said you're, you're you're forming the band, kind of as you go right now, and you had. It was cool that you. It's cool that you got to have the guys who recorded it actually play at the show. Where did you like? Where did you meet some of these guys? Like, where, where did you meet Patrick, for example? Patrick, I I met. Um, okay, let, let me go back. Okay, so, so the split re- <laughs> the split record I put out was with Mike Bankhead, right? Okay. Uh, Mike Bankhead, I met. I used to do a podcast, and you know this mm-hmm. called Coffee with Idiots. It was terrible. There's actually, I I found out now that there's there's a couple of chicks that are doing uh, a show called Coffee with Idiots. It was the same concept. Oh, okay. You know. Anyway, so I used to do a show like that, and we we would bring on people, and some which were local musicians, and uh, through Terry Izzy Rock Martin, mm-hmm. like I met a bunch of musicians through him, and. Uh, Mike Bankhead was one of them, and he had recorded with Patrick Himes, and uh, David Payne from the New Old Fashioned had, had come on, um, recorded with Patrick Himes, and then I saw, like I said, that last Walt show at the Schuster, and then I just decided to to meet him, and then from him, it just it just branched off into meeting like pretty much everybody in the community. It's really cool. I'm sure there's something like that in the comedy world too, right? Kinda. I mean, we all you probably all hate each other though. Secretly, just a little bit. Yeah, yeah. we love we love giving each other the shits. See, but, that's uh, the thing. Like in the music, <laughs> you don't feel that. Yeah. It's it's like everyone supports each other, which which can be good and bad. You know, you want a little healthy competition yeah. for sure, and that's what the comedy does. I think I think in the comedy scene, it's a little mixed. I think mm-hmm. I think there's I think there's two. At least in Dayton, you know, right. it can be coming from two comedy scenes. The one I was in down south was very 
camaraderie based. Mm-hmm. Uh, very like you're talking about with the music scene up here. It's a little bit. It's a little bit mixed. Like there's a bunch of us who are super co-supportive of each other, sharing each other's stuff, and then there's some others who just kind of like to keep to themselves and are kind of just in it for themselves. And and that's and that's fine. Whichever floats your boat, you know. However you want to approach it is fine. I'm not here to judge, but at the same right. time, it's like, hey, we're fun to hang out with. You could you could not be a dick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> uh, I, I totally agree. Um, and I, I don't know, just everybody goes out to other people's shows and, yeah. um, you know, it's, it's become this thing where I don't want to get into it. Sorry. No, I get into no, it, no, man. No, 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 God, it's uh, it's this thing where I think, I think a lot of people get kind of comfy here mm-hmm. because of, because there's so much love and support yeah. for you. Um, and that's great, but, um, if if you want to do something more outside of Dayton, you know, I think it, it's good to get out. I've yet to oh, do yeah. that. I have yet to do that, but I know that that's a thing that I, I need to break away from because I, I want more people than just Dayton people to know yeah. my music, you know. And I think I think you I think you hit the nail on the head. I think because like Dayton and this this area in general is very um, arts supportive. Yes, I mean Ohio in general is a big music state, but. Dayton and Cincinnati and kind of the surrounding areas it's very it's very easy to get complacent because it is such a supportive scene right you're like why would I ever want to because you go out if you, you go out to Los Angeles it's it's just nothing but comp competitive or, right. or like New York when you know one of the bigger areas even Chicago yeah. um but that's also like like that's where the careers happen happen right. you know right. Dayton is like yeah Dayton you'll have a very, if you stay in Dayton you'll have a long life of playing awesome house shows and seeing the same people at every show yeah but that's also where it stops mm-hmm. yeah so, I, no, I agree um and you know it's hard trying to find people that that want to go other places mm-hmm. you know um Bruce, Bruce Hall who is my bass player he He's he's super supportive and he, he would play play anywhere, but he's got a he's got family. You know, mm-hmm. it's it's hard to to go to these. And I don't have a family. Well, I have a family, but I don't have like a wife or kids. You <laughs> right. know, that are really holding me back. I can I can do what I want to do mm-hmm. right now, and it's hard to find other people that are that are in the same boat. Yeah. So especially the older you get. The older, and um, you know, I'm not even that old. I'm 24. You know, God, I hate you. I know. <laughs> four four years ago, like like like, me and my buddies had big plans to do, you know, whatever, and mm-hmm. um, we've all moved on to to different things, or and uh, you know, I still want to do those things that we wanted yeah. to do four years ago, um, and I'm probably not going to change for a while. Um, I think some people, I think people have problems with that. And I don't mean that to sound like as negative, like, oh, they mm -hmm. think you're like a piece of shit or anything like that. But just in my own experience Mm -hmm. of you have things you want to do and you can't always stick around the hometown to do those things. Right. And the people who are fine with where they're at don't see the point. Like, I understand why you got to leave. I understand why you got to go, man. Right. Got a good thing going on here. Why would you? It's like, yeah, but it's not what I. It's I want, I want something else. I want something more. Right. And I'm not, I'm not saying the the whole famous thing. Like that's that's bullshit. Like, yeah. I I just want, I want to be able to maybe pay some bills with what I right. what I like doing, and I don't think that's such a crime. I think I think that's something that a lot of musicians and and comedians have in common is, is is and a lot of people think oh the end goal is to be at the AMAs or or, or sure. you know be selling out the arenas for a lot of musicians and comedians you like the goal is just to be able to do it full time yeah. you know the goal is just to be able to just do it professionally and say I'm a professional musician I'm a professional comedian yeah, yeah. it's not about being in the books and stuff like that. Right, right. We're not so different, you and I. No, no. We're we're more in common. Th- you know, we're more alike than than people. And I think every I think every time I see you, I think more and more that becomes true, man. <laughs> it's been a while though, man. It's yeah. it's been a minute. Yeah, it's been a minute. When was I on? I don't even oh, remember. Earlier. It, it feels like it was a lot longer well, ago than it was, but so it was I, just I, earlier this year. Yeah, I put out the uh, that gut of my VCR 
single, mm-hmm. and I think it was soon after. No, 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 it was that week, I think, that, that it came out. I think you're right. Yeah. yeah. You know what? I'm uh, well, I'm going to do this in real time and we're going to I'm going to It was Google in May, it. I think. I think it was in May, yeah. Um May 17th? I don't know. It doesn't uh, let's matter. Find out. Uh, you know what? We're going to we're going to find out. I'm curious. Cuz I know it was this year. Um yes. Let's see here. May 21st is when the episode came out. Yep. So I think it was soon. So it was before. around that week is when we recorded it. Yep, so. yep, yep. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Hasn't been that long. Nothing much has changed. Not really. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, yeah, man. Uh, I appreciate you having me on. I always love having you. Uh, you know, I don't do the music thing as much on the show anymore just mm-hmm. because it was getting so hard to find people and, and, and the way. Who, who, what are the other musicians you've had on? Uh, you and uh, Mariah Haven. That's the, it? That's the only ones I've ever had on this show. Well, on, 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 I can get you some people if funny. you want them. I always like having musicians on because if I'm going to have music on the show, I'd rather it be played acoustically in my studio because yeah. I think I love the sound of it. Because mm-hmm. going out and finding people who would give me permission to use their track and then having to fight with CD Baby because everybody uses sure. CD Baby is always a yeah pain in the ass. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. but I like when I get to have you guys come in here and set up and, and, yeah. and, play, and play some tunes. And I always yeah, love that stuff, man. Um, so we're... What what is the next step here? Is the next step forming the band? Is there? Yeah, I think so. Um, well, right now, um, I don't know if you know Seth Gilliam or not. Seth, I don't. Seth know. Gilliam and the Fake News put out a fantastic record called Misconstrued mm-hmm. a couple weeks before Paint Splat's record, and um, uh, I played a couple shows with him. You know, playing before him and whatnot. And um, Seth is a great drummer too, as as well as a singer and guitar player. So whenever. I like need a a drummer or something. We'll we'll do like a two piece thing at a show, especially like if we're playing together. Mm-hmm. And uh, what happened uh, this weekend uh, is I went over to a friend's house, uh, Scott Millsop, who has a, a, a podcast called Roadside Attraction, mm-hmm. which I'll I'll, t- I'll tell more about him when I break out my guitar. Uh, <laughs> but uh, we, me and Seth went over to his house in Englewood. And we recorded a real quick, uh, you know, four four song EP essentially. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think this next year is gonna be just a bunch of releases that were shittily made mm-hmm. and not so shittily made. Because I I'm go- I'm gonna be putting out a couple EPs splits, but I also want to. Uh, at least start recording um, the new full-length record. Okay. Which the, these these little side projects I like doing. I like keeping myself busy, but also like producing things and mm-hmm. getting shit out there for, for people to hear, no matter what it sounds like. You, you remind me a lot of Ryan Adams in that way. Oh God. Um, Is this the time to talk about Ryan Adams though? <laughs> <laughs> he's going through some shit. Yeah. Um, but no, just I, I, I'm always, I always, and he, he's just the first one that comes to mind. I, I have a buddy who's who's obsessed with Ryan Adams. Um, I'm always fascinated by him because of that. He he's kind of living that dream of like he has a studio in his house and all he does is just write and record mm-hmm. and put stuff out yeah. and do it for other people. And, I love that that yeah. self self you know DIY musician kind yeah, of thing. That's the kind of thing I love. You know, uh, Patrick Himes actually produced Ryan Adams for one of his records. Get the fuck out of here! Yep. yep. Jesus. Yep. The fuck am I talking to you for? I need to get him in here. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Get Ryan Adams in here. I'm sure he'll do it now. <laughs> now, yeah, he could use some good press. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, no. Google no. that, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, <laughs> no, no, but I uh, so I I put my stuff out with with Patrick. We recorded on a reel to reel analog. Oh shit! Yeah, so we, we that that's the good stuff. Like I'm yeah. I'm keeping all my good songs to be recorded with him, but also like I, I'm not gonna put out dumb shit either. Right. You know what I mean? Like I'll I'll put out what I what I feel is right and uh, what I what I think is what I would enjoy listening to myself. Yeah. So, well, I think, I think that's the, one of the keys is, is if, if, if I don't like it, yeah, what the hell do I expect anybody else? Well, to I got to like find it? people that, that are like me that like, like a bunch of different things on an album. They want to be taken on an adventure. You know, 
you don't know what's going to be next on the record. Like you, I don't know. And that's that's why I think that's why I dig the first record so much, is because it's so different all, all across the board. But there's a through line of like the lyrics are you know quirky and whatnot. There's always got to be a through line or else you know, yeah, the fucking point of having a, a full record like that. I don't know. I always uh, I'm always fascinated. You ever thought about doing like a like a concept album? I have, but I don't think I'm I'm a big fan of Frank Zappa. Yeah. Um, and I I, I don't I don't have the the virtuosity to to be able to do that myself it's yeah I, I, it, it's that's a whole other level of songwriting who, who do you who do you like like what's the concept album you love um i mean uh, the, the go-to for a lot of people i know is coheed and cambria um i can't follow theirs as much i just think the music's dope uh mm-hmm. camelot is is a band they're a they're a heavy metal band out of florida um, out of Florida, one guy in the band is from Florida. Everybody else is from like all over the fucking world. Speaking of heavy metal, <laughs> do you like Jethro Tull? I do. <laughs> um, they're, they're, get the, the fuck out of my uh, studio. Yeah, uh, the uh, I love Thick as a Brick. That that whole record yeah. is amazing. No, it's the good, one song. Sorry, right. forty four minutes or whatever. Uh, it's great, man. Yeah. I love that. That's that used to be one of my favorite records. It still is. You know, nothing really changed. Mm-hmm. Last time I got high, I'll tell last you this. <laughs> last time I got real high, I uh, I I put uh, uh, Cheez Its in eggnog. What the fuck? <laughs> and uh, I put I put my two. Uh, speakers right next to my ears and i put on thick as a brick and i had a great time so you were real high i mean i was yeah yeah i don't like to do it anymore it just it makes me paranoid but that was a good that was a good amount it's just enough of a buzz that makes me eat weird things and listen to good music yeah i I haven't been high in a long time it's been a minute you think as many comedians as i know i'd I'd, I'd have better access to yeah to 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 green stuff but i I do not which is probably for the best yeah, probably. I mean, the grant granted the worst I ever did was to just sit around for eight hours and watch, you know, house reruns <laughs> or freaking, <Yes>. you know, <laughs> yeah. vinyls on repeat. But <laughs> oh yeah, um, yeah, dude. All right, so I got these things called pod decks. Okay, okay? Uh, trying to get is them, a deck of cards. It's a deck of cards. And what it is, it's random interview questions okay. for podcasts. It's not It's not going to be the lightning round, though, right? No, we're not doing that anymore. Okay. Okay. I don't do that anymore. Okay. Because people were... It, it made me nervous. It, it made bit. people nervous, and, and uh, it just, you know what? It, 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 it never turned out to be quite as funny as I wanted it to be. I, had a, <laughs> I, I thought mine was pretty good. <laughs> Your, yours were... I didn't say they never turned oh, okay, out as funny. Okay. They didn't always turn okay, out as funny. Right, right. uh, what's one of your biggest regrets, man? Oh... Wow. Let's get deep. <laughs> Biggest regrets. Um, you know, I mean, maybe this is just dancing around the question, but I, I don't think I have any because if if I did, I wouldn't. I don't regret anything because it, it brings me to where I am mm-hmm. now. And I wouldn't be, you know, there were, there were relationships that, that didn't work out. Um, but I justify that by um, by saying I wouldn't have written the music that I that I have if that wouldn't have happened to me. Mm-hmm. So no, no that's, regrets. That's, that's, you know what? That's a, that's a good, honest way to look at it. I mm-hmm. think, yeah. I think a lot of time I, I, I try to live like that. Mm-hmm. Not going to lie. There are some, there are some things I've done where I'm like, shouldn't have done that. Yeah. But I shouldn't have done acid either. Shouldn't have, <laughs> oh man. Um, so at this point you're 24 years young. Yeah. You've released a full length, two full length albums here. Mm-hmm. Um, what would you say is, would you consider your greatest achievement so far? Since you don't regret anything, what are you most proud of? I'm most proud of the record I just yeah. put out. Yeah, yeah. As dumb as that sounds, like, and as as pushy as I want to be with it, you know, <laughs> I I I think it's one of the coolest things I've done. And I'm not, you know, I'm not trying to be, you know, conceited here. I just I think it's awesome, and I'm I'm glad that, you know, sixteen year old Brandon never would have thought that he would have done that. Mm-hmm. And it, it's something that, um, you know, it's my my family's proud of me, and nice. It's nice to hear that sometimes. Yeah, man. Yeah. And I got it, it, it's it's a good it's a good fucking record, people. Just thank you. Just fucking 
Thank you. Pick it up and listen to it. Man. I can't wait for you to hear the next one. I'm I'm always I always love guys. You know, being out or being out of the radio industry now, I don't get to. I'm not as up on new music and stuff yeah. as it comes out anymore. Yeah. So when I do get to, it's always it honestly it makes me harken back to God. I miss being in radio. Yeah. Well, well, you know what's funny? I was I was on Don's show um, a couple months back, and mm-hmm. they they were giving away. Um, <clears throat> just cds that a bunch of bands had sent in with their one sheets and stuff yeah. you know and it's it's kind of disheartening because um a lot of them weren't opened you know and maybe right state's not the best example to to yeah. um to to uh put out music m- new music and stuff but you know it's disheartening to see all these unopened cds that these bands that are kicking ass and you know putting their shit out there for people and they just they're not appreciated i you know they they were free cds and i i took 25 of them and i uh you know i i decided to appreciate them myself man you know and i get i get a test to that you know i i worked in i did college and in professional radio and uh when i worked at the at the professional station i can't tell you how many demos we had just sitting around and now granted they were all open because we actually had played local music on the station, but right. um, just so many of them would get sent in, and for every ten that we got, maybe one of them made it through. Yeah, and I will say, I think college radio should be the place for that kind of thing to go. It should be. Yeah, it's usually not. Um, right. but I really think considering the audience that college radio, like the built-in audience, college radio has, mm-hmm. it, to me, it just seems like a no-brainer. Um, yeah, it's that so many of them were unopened man that breaks my heart a little bit it does and I, you know i'm not trying to um discredit popular music yeah. now because there are people like i, I, I love billy eilish i do yeah i, I love her shit i i, and, I, I tried I, appre- I have tried i can't get no, into and billy. It's <laughs> i appreciate it because it's just her and i'm pretty yeah. sure her brother making this yeah. music it's amazing um that only two people were really involved in the process yeah. And her stage shows are fucking incredible. Um, but there's there's some shit that's being put out. And, like, I wish that the people that are sending this these college radio station CDs would be a little more appreciated. I The, the American Music Awards are on, on Sunday. And if you are a passionate music fan, um, you should never watch this because it just, it just it makes your day miserable. Because yeah. like one like okay case in point one of the awards is the best pop slash rock album. First of all, can we stop doing pop slash rock as the same category because it's not the fucking same thing? But when it's the p- best pop slash rock album and all three artists are pop, mm-hmm. what was the point? Who, of who the, are they? Who it are was they? like it was Taylor Swift. Um, it's like her and then and then like Halsey, Camila Cabello. Stuff like that. Stuff that's like, that's pop. Like, right. there is no slash rock in any of right. this. It's all pop. It should, yeah, it should be, it should be two categories. Yeah, that yeah. give rock its own category. Then, then again, but, but the thing is, like, pop is, is such a broad term. Yeah. Like, like, um, because my stuff, some of my stuff is pop, you yeah. know? It's just, it's just this blanket term to, to describe pretty much any type of music. Yeah. Which is just bullshit. We should just go away with it. Really? Well, pop didn't used to be a genre. It wasn't until like the early '90s that it really became a a genre of music. It used to just mean anything that was popular. Right. I mean, back mm-hmm. in the day, on a pop station, you'd hear Metallica because they were popular. It didn't mean a type of music. It just meant something that had reached a certain right. level of fandom. Beatles, you know. Yeah. Monkeys. Um, yeah, all, all that stuff. <laughs> yeah. I love. You know, it's funny because um, I think. Uh, I think that that '60s stuff is really one of my biggest inspirations. Um, like Love and Spoonful and the Animals, that kind of thing. Yeah, I met I met the dudes from Love and Spoonful. That was pretty cool. What? Yeah, I love the Love and Spoonful. I do man. too. Summer in the City is is it's great. Oh. It's so good. Um, but yeah, so like, you know, I got a lot of influences across the board. But like this morning um, and last night, I went. I actually last night I went to. Uh, St. Francis thrift store mm-hmm. thing. Um, I like just going through those old records because 
it's it's crazy to to um to see how pristine these these old records are mm-hmm. it's it, it's because they were they were owned by people and i was talking to my friend john debuck about this mm-hmm. we were, this morning we were, they're owned by people who fucking cared yeah about their records and like if you if you get some something from the 80s as opposed to like this you know the shit we find in goodwill and from the 60s and 50s and 60s mm. like it's going to be torn up compared to to what we find so yeah. i love going through those old records like I, I like taking chances i love like the orchestral stuff like mm-hmm. um herb alpert and tijuana brass like that's one of my favorite things to listen to whipped cream and other delights and um uh burt Bacharach, you know yeah like i like all that stuff like i don't I don't just dis- I don't know. There's there's something about listening to to music that you don't play that makes you inspired to write differently, right? Um, and that I, I mean I mean like who who are your biggest influences in comedy? Like not here, mm-hmm. you know, obviously, yeah. But top three. Um, so for me, it's probably oh shit. So one of them's got to be Gary Goleman. Mm-hmm. His ability to flows seamlessly from one thought into the next as if he was having a conversation is 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 something like i've never seen he did a thing earlier this year where every day he would tweet one new writing tip and at the end of it like i'm sitting here just like screenshotting every because it's stuff that's so duh Mm -hmm. that i would just never think of and, and it was really great so he's he's definitely up there um another one uh has always been lewis black Yep. Um, just again, that just raw thought to thought. It never, fe- it never. I got nothing against like traditional stand-up comics because I'm one of those who's just like set up punchline, set up punchline, sure. and that's that's fine. Yeah. That's that's the that's the bare bones of the industry. But Lewis Black, it's it's again, it's just like this this endless stream of thoughts mm-hmm. that are cohesive and coherent. And also, when he gets angry, it's just funny. Yeah. Um, and then honestly, number one is probably uh, Chris Titus. Chris Titus is awesome. I've never seen somebody use comedy for therapy in such an effective way who's able to just talking about his life write a whole new special like every other year. Yeah. And just take it on the road. Like the level of creativity that comes with that. And the ability to look at his own life in so many different ways that he can pull so many different thoughts out of the same situation. I'm I'm a big fan of Bill Hicks. Heck and, yeah, man. Um, uh, Mark Marin as well. Those are if 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 I would go into comedy, I would try to morph the two mm-hmm. together. Um, but anyway, that that's I'm not gonna do that. No, <laughs> <laughs> but if I if I if I were to do that, I would. I always try to. Say, I always try to recommend people try it once. Yeah, yeah. Well, a, a friend of mine has has done it recently, and I don't know if you were there for it. Um, Andrew Carper, Andy. I, I heard. I, I know. I know he. I had heard about him performing. I, I don't make it out much anymore. Right. Because of work. Well, he. This was a couple months back, and um, he had a really good show that first go around. Mm-hmm. Um, and. And then he did it again, trying to do something different mm-hmm. and not taking taking what had worked before and like just improving upon it. And it it tanked. Mm-hmm. You know, I wasn't there for it, but he he told me, and it, it scarred him for a while. And I hope he gets back into it because yeah. you know it's just um, you know something you got to keep doing. You know, it's yeah. it's different with music because if you go to an open mic with music, you're playing half an hour, right? As opposed yeah. to five minutes, which that may seem like a, a difference, but it's almost as much. It, it, the, the music isn't as much pressure, and I, I want to explain yeah. why. You're you're hidden by you got your guitar, mm-hmm. you know, you're 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 hiding behind it, and if you don't get an applause or anything. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. With comedy, if you don't get a laugh, and you know this, like you fucking you tank. Yeah, it's 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 a lot of people, and I've explained this to a lot of different folks. It's the difference. The biggest difference between being a open mic musician and open mic comedian is this: when you're an open mic musician, just because you don't get 
uh, an applause does not mean the music is not good. No, it just means they're drinking or talking and not paying attention. You, you also with music, you can you can sit at home and practice and get better. Yeah. Right. With comedy, the only way to know if if what you're doing is good or not is if you get a response. And the right. only way to practice is to go up on stage and try to get a response. Yeah. And what a lot of comedians, myself included, or have been doing is trying to get other things out of open mics because you take a joke to an open mic and it's almost guaranteed to fail because in an open mic, everyone's there to watch the game and drink beer. They don't give a fuck what you have to say right. about about anything. Um, with a musician, when you go there, you might just be background noise to them, but there's but music is atmospheric in that way. Right. Well, you know. well and I do love... Like South Park Tavern is one of my favorite open mics to do because yeah because you're just playing the people who are eating pizza they don't give a crap you know it's it's <laughs> it's all about testing out your material anyway you you're not gonna go up there with your best shit that's no. for shows that's for real shows you're not gonna get booked off an open mic like you're not gonna get you're not gonna get signed to a label and, no you're and, not gonna <laughs> sign it but you might have a chance to play at a show at yeah. this place which is what happened at South Park a lot yeah. um. Cause South, that's because South Park's one of the places that actually gives a shit. Yeah, you can always tell the difference between a venue that's just trying to pull people in mm-hmm. and a venue that actually gives a damn about. Well, because again, South Park Tavern has that stage. They're built to be a place for people to go see, me go and listen to music, as opposed yeah. to like maybe going to, you know, just some ho dunk dive yeah. bar. I, I I do have to say. Um, that that yellow cab tavern if you have not been to the open mic it's not it's not an open mic it's it's called showcase yeah um on thursday nights it's it's one of the best it's 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 curated you know uh windsor asks people or people have to ask him and he'll he'll decide whether or not you're able to to do it that night and it's it's really cool because it's back in a listening room you know the the door is closed the purpose of this room is for you to listen Mm. it's not it's it's you know the the main room is to to drink beer and talk and whatnot and you can go in and out as you please but like the purpose of that room is to fucking appreciate the musician who was playing mm-hmm. and I love that. That's why I like places like like that or like even like Wiley's where you can just go kick back and just enjoy the entertainment. Compared Wiley's to Funny Bone, Funny Bone feels like. I'm going to an arena or like a big right. venue to see Breaking Benjamin or like a big name play as yeah. opposed to Wiley's where there's a at-home appreciation for the craft where it's not just a spectacle. It's right. you're there you're there to see the process kind of thing. Mm-hmm. That's why I like going to those smaller stuff. Yes. Yeah. I, and uh, there's less chance that you'll be booed off, I think. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. 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 Um, well, hey, man. You want me to play some music? Let's play some fucking music, okay, man. Cool. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to pause and take a quick break while I rearrange microphones. And Brandon Barry, the paint splats, is going to jam for us a little bit. It's going to be a lot of fun. Stick around. We'll be right back after this. Hey everybody, I just wanted to take a moment to interrupt the show and give a very special shout out to the people who support this show every month on Patreon. I want to shout out Whitney Latin, Jody McDermott, and my mother Melissa Shea, who every single month helps support this show. And if you want to be one of those awesome people, all you got to do is go to patreon.com slash basementloungepod and join the $1 tier. You'll get shouted out on the air, get your name listed in the description. You get early access to all these shows, commercial-free, through our Patreon RSS feed and so many other cool rewards. Once again, go to patreon.com slash basementloungepod, join the $1 tier, and help support the show. Speaking of the show, let's get back to it. Welcome back to the show, guys. We're sitting down once again with Brandon Barry of the Paint Splats, who's going to serenade us with a tune or two. And uh, we love it when he does this. We love getting to have him in here to play for us. It's always a lot of fun. So sit back and relax and enjoy some music from Brandon Barry.
Daddy was a man who thought he was a girl Who can change his world Mommy was a man and she was sad So long as she got her pearls One foot then your brother Lounge on this concrete So long as them potholes Don't scrape your knees Picked his words and stick with them Till he bled red and blue Whisper to the gutters What others scream at you Jenny was there when you thought she was dead Lean on the brick wall Asking why she had to survive In a world with you One foot then your brother Lounge on this concrete so long as them potholes don't scrape your knees Picked his words and stick with them till he bled red and blue Whisper to the gutters what others scream at you Whisper to the gutters what others scream at you One foot then your brother Lounge on this concrete So long as in potholes Don't scrape your knees Picked his words and stick with them Until he bled red and blue Whisper to the gutters What others scream at you Whisper to the gutters what others scream at you Very nice man Very nice Thank you, Thank you. Oh. My daddy is not a man All right. <laughs> He is a man Oh okay <laughs> I, I wanted to kind of change those lyrics to uh, Danny and Danny was a man. Uh, you ever hear the replacement song uh, "Androgynous"? Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's. I wanted to do something like that. So, okay, right on. Mm-hmm. It's good stuff, man. Thanks, I appreciate it. <laughs> um, and uh, I'm gonna do another one. That is, uh, this one is a little more funny. Okay. Uh, did you hear the new Re- Weezer record by chance? No, I haven't heard it yet. Yeah, don't get excited about Doug- it. Oh man. Uh, you like Weezer? You... I, I do. Yeah. First two records. Yeah. That's it. That's it. Just Pretty much. I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> stop there. Um, some people are even more purist and say just the Blue album. Uh, if wow. The Blue, if the Blue album had uh, Suzanne on it, which ends uh, Mallrats, everybody mm. is that song. Uh, it would it would be even better. But they they released a vinyl. I, I I'm assuming. Uh, for a record store day and uh they uh they put out the whole deluxe version what i do not own it this one's called ballpoint pen and the reason i'm talking about weezer is because i tried to write a weezer song okay so here we go
seat Missing a cushion and you're the tramp That I happen to fall in love with again Go to the thrift shop, pick up some pillows To hide my springs, popping out my seams That blue bag of cash you tossed out your window Might have killed a couple birds But at least your car don't smell like trash An auto mechanic can't fix that for you Without ID and a thumbprint for social security Point pen leaking through the pocket of your new stupid collared shirt. Where does the fun end? And when does it begin to all make sense? I'm tripping on a chord that does not exist. Someone patch up this vision. Cause if I tell the truth, I'll lose my youth and I'll be stuck in this teller. Missing a cushion and you're the tramp That I happen to fall in love with again Go to the thrift shop, pick up some pillows To hide my springs, oh, popping out my Point pen leaking through the pocket of your new stupid collared shirt. Where does the fun end? When does it begin to all make sense? I'm tripping on a chord that does not exist. Someone patch up this vision. Cause if I tell the truth, I'll lose my youth and I'll be stuck in this teller. good stuff man thanks those are not out those are not no. <laughs> i was gonna say they they don't sound familiar yeah they will be they will sound familiar soon enough yeah so. we got the exclusive here on the basement lounge ladies yes. and gentlemen yeah. dude this is I, I love it when you come and play man mm, this is thanks. great I need to have you come over thanks for having me just, you know what i want to do and this is no this is no bullshit i've been thinking about doing this for a long time is mm-hmm. putting together like a like like a basement lounge house show and just mm-hmm. get like you and and Mariah and any other musicians we get on the show and just had just do like a fucking like just like an acoustic show, man. I'm totally into it. Even if there's like just you. <laughs> just I my own personal here. my own personal here. concert with yeah. just, just play for me. It'd be cool to it'd be cool to record that and yeah. make it like a live show or whatever. I don't know. We'll we'll figure we'll, something we'll out. We'll figure something out, man. Yeah. I love it, man. Yeah. Can I have a sticker? Uh, no, no shit, you can have a sticker. Okay, everybody nice. gets stickers. I, I deserve a sticker. I normally give everybody little ones, but I got some. I just got some big ones, well, so did. I'll let you. I'll let you get one of the big ones. I'll okay. give you the big one. Okay, thank you. You get the big one. No, thank you. So, Brandon Barry, what? Uh, what, what you, got, you got any shows coming up soon? Yeah, so um, uh, playing at South Park Tavern, full band thing uh, with Wolf Boy. Um, that is December sixth at South Park Tavern. 
music starts around nine free show uh but i will have cds and records and shirts available with the which the shirts are cool because they're all unique they're we were all paint splatted them um you know that's so got cool a, got a big order from hanes and our, <laughs> and uh we just paint splatted them with the with our colors and um yeah it, it's cool because everyone is unique and one of a kind so get them while they last i guess oh, um, yeah, man. and uh i mean if you if you want my music you can you can buy it at the paint spl- the the dot com so Hell or yeah. and it's on Spotify and all that shit cool, all the man. streaming services so go get it go get the paint splats uh, debut sort of yeah full length album yes. kind of sorta mm-hmm. um, go check out Brandon Berry with with the full band at South Park Tavern and uh, Brandon thanks so much for coming on man thanks Mike. All right, guys, that is going to do it for this week's episode of The Basement Lounge. As always, you can check out more information at our brand new website, what? BasementLoungePod.com. Also, check out my website, MikeShakeComedy.com, for uh, where I'll be next. And as always, follow this show on all social media, or on Instagram, rather, at BasementLoungePod. Follow me on all social media at MikeShakeComedy. And support the show on Patreon, Patreon.com slash BasementLoungePod for a dollar a month. You can get all kinds of cool rewards, including getting this show early and commercial-free. In the meantime, guys, we'll be back again next week, I think. I don't know. Holidays are weird. With a brand-new episode of The Basement Lounge. Until then, as always, live well, rock on, take care, and bye-bye.